0: welcome to the slow style home podcast i am so happy you're here if you want to create a beautiful home that isn't cookie cutter or a trendy copy of someone else's you're in the right place and if you don't want to hurt your wallet or the planet to get one of those dream homes And you can get started with my brand new quiz called Fix My Room. It's actually more of an assessment tool, but the word quiz, I think, sounds better because it's it's really easy to do. Just answer 20 multiple choice questions and you'll be pinpointing why your room isn't working, why it feels off, and why maybe your previous efforts haven't really panned out. Or maybe you're fairly happy with your room, but you want to make sure that your design choices are going in the right direction. Visit our website at slowstylehome.com and click on the quiz button right at the top. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later in the show. Now, let's dig into this week's episode. Today, I'm talking with a Virginia-based designer, Ashley Hanley, about her Southern hospitality-inspired approach to design. Ashley describes her own style as collected but not overly decorated. And those are the kinds of clients she attracts as well. And I want to point out her attention to detail. I really encourage you to check out the show notes page of this episode to see photos of her work where I share my own thoughts on how she uses different details throughout a home as a way of decorating with intention. While details such as pleating and piping and trim can often cost more, there are ways to add these things yourself or to just recognize them when you found a gem at an antiques or thrift store based on the details and the craftsmanship that you're seeing in the object. To find the show notes for all of our episodes, go to slowstylehome.com and just click on podcast at the top, and then you'll see a button that takes you to current and past episodes. I'll also link directly to it in the notes right here, right below, right inside your podcast player so you can find it easily. All right, let's jump in with Ashley. Ashley Hanley, welcome to
1: the Slow Style Home podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: So you live in Richmond, you went to school in Richmond, and on your website, you talk about having a little bit of a Southern hospitality kind of design focus, I guess, yes. or maybe that's the lens through which you see things. So I am curious about your own personal style. How would you describe it? And does that that Southern influence come into it?
1: Absolutely. So my style, I would say is very collected and not too decorated. And I think that comes from growing up, just going into my grandparents' homes and my relatives' homes and and family friends. And there's just this sense and feeling when you walk into a Southern home where it just smells good. And it (laughs) always feels like a warm hug when you come inside their home. And you're always greeted with a friendly hello and just everyone's very hospitable down here. And just having that kind of collected home of like antiques are mixed in, they've got silver set out family pictures, but also mixed in with a fresher palette of lighter colored walls and lighter soft goods and, you know, all of that mix. And that's just kind of what I remember as a child growing up, just kind of loving that. And that's kind of, I think what shaped my, my style and my design.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So give us some examples. How would I know that I walked into a home that is really pulling on that rich tradition of hospitality in the South, other than the feeling of it? Like what, what are the design clues that I might see?
1: Again, the kind of the Brown antique furniture. And usually what, my clients have and what I have, it's usually family pieces that they've inherited or I've inherited, or it's pieces that we've kind of collected along the way from various antique dealers or shops. And I love that everything kind of tells a story. You know, it's, I bought this piece from this travel adventure, or this was inherited from my grandparents and they bought it, you know, X, Y, Z. And so that's what I love about just collecting pieces like that because it always has a fun story attached to it. And then, like I said, just kind of that lighter color palette, you know, my clients are not afraid of color, but I just feel like it just, there's a freshness to the homes. And then just kind of that mix of original art mixed with old oil paintings mixed with family photos kind of scattered throughout the home too.
0: So I have two very different questions to ask that are going in completely opposite directions. <laughs> but I'm gonna, So let me start with with what you just said, which is about your clients are not afraid of color. When I'm looking at your portfolio, there there's a bright, light crispness to it, I would say. Yes. But you're also, you and your clients are not afraid of patterns. So tell no. us a little bit about mixing patterns together. How does it keep from becoming overly busy?
1: It really is all about kind of striking a balance of scale and color and still having, you know, some solids to ground all the patterns that we have and and just really mixing the colors well. And I think that also kind of goes back to my background of being in apparel design, where I really love fabrics and textiles and just kind of, That funky mixture of you know when you see it in clothing, you know you're not always completely matching, you know your colors and your outfits and everything. And so I think it's just really fun to do, and it adds just a lot of layer and warmth in a home.
0: I also noticed that that you there's a lot of little detail that, especially if you look at photographs of yours where there's it's a close up, you know a little detail shot of a vignette or Mm -hmm. or something. So like piping around furniture or an edged um like a trim that's edging a curtain yes. and uh, those details to me feel very well they feel they really make it right they they really pull it together they make it feel so intentional how do you keep it from looking overly designed as you said because you you that was one of the first things you said is i like a collected home i don't like it to
1: look designed I just don't like things to be too matchy matchy because what I do find is if you are all of a sudden you have the exact color of your tape trim matching, let's say the exact color of the sofa that then matches the exact color and like the sofa pillows, it really starts to look too decorated. You know, it just, and nothing's wrong with that. I think there are many designers out there who have that kind of look and it looks beautiful and some clients Want that they want everything to match and coordinate, but right, I just find that it just doesn't look as loved and well lived in, and Mm. you know, and I just think it's easier for clients then to add in their personal elements to make it really look like their home and that they actually live there, and yeah. so I just, I find that I really try not to, even though I'm a perfectionist, to harp on those exact details of like, it has to be exact and match. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I feel like that leans sort of more toward a beautiful hotel look Yes, where it's all picked out at the exact same time and it's all yeah. very curated and, and which is wonderful. And that's, you kind of want, you want that escape sometimes well, at a hotel, exactly. right? but 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 you just said something about bringing in your clients their own possessions and things that are well loved and that was the second question i wanted to ask you going back to that have you ever had a client love a piece maybe it's you know been in their home for generations or their family for generations or they just they just maybe it was a piece they picked up on their travels and you're scratching your head going i don't quite yet know how to make this work. And then something comes together and it does. Like, can you give us a story like that? Or is there something that they feel like, I have no idea what to do with this, but I can't, you know, it was my great grandmothers. It's not my style. I don't really like it, but I can't. And then you're like, oh, no, 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 we're going to make this work. So give us a little bit of that. Like, how do you deal with those kinds of pieces that either
1: all the they time. love for you love. I will say it happens very frequently. sometimes I have to gently tell clients, you know, if it doesn't have meaning to you or if it's not a family heirloom piece, then you know I think we should reconsider maybe consigning it or, you know, donating it, you know, so it's not going to a landfill. Yeah, um, but oftentimes, I will do my best to incorporate pieces that, clients really, really want to, especially if they are a family piece and they want to have it in their home. So I will find a way to make it work.
0: Let's talk about your own style, your own home. And, uh, you know, if we were going to walk into your home, is there an area, corner, an entire room that just really embodies who you are, that really represents your values, your passions, that, that you feel like if I had to choose one area of my home to tell my whole autobiography, this would be it.
1: Mm -hmm. I will say the one room that probably embodies that the best would be our living room. And I kind of think of it almost like a Victorian parlor room where back in the Victorian days, they used to have, you know, display tables and you would display all of your collectible items and that's essentially what this room is uh, for me. We have a large lacquered coffee table, you know, that I found secondhand and had my painters lacquer it for me. And on top of it is a collection of design coffee table books and some blue and white pieces and boxes that I collect. And so it just kind of showcases kind of all the little collections that I love to have throughout my home. And then we have wallpaper on the ceiling in there and mixed with a different pattern drapery and a pattern sofa with different pattern pillows sitting on top of it. <laughs> so it really is just, it's one of those rooms and everybody who walks in there just loves the room too, because it really does have an impact with the color, but also the softness of the light wall color and mm. then the dark brown antiques in there. And I've got also a collection of family photos of, you know, when my parents were babies and my in-laws were babies and grandparents' wedding photos. And so it just really is all of my favorite things in one room.
0: Yes. It sounds like a scrapbook of you. Yes.
1: yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. I would say yes.
0: <laughs> so you mentioned blue and white, and I know that's a big thing with you. On your website, you talk about flow blue and famil rose, mm-hmm. which I, of course, as many of us are, are very familiar with, with the combination of blue and white, and that's been happening for centuries and different iterations. But- yes. Tell us a little bit about Flow Blue and Female
1: Rose. Yeah. So I started collecting blue and white pieces probably back in college. And it just slowly evolved into a really large collection. And I have it kind of scattered and spread out through my house. But I always kind of love to joke with clients. And it's, I think, on my website, too, that it's, you know, thinking about like a wedding where you have something old, something new, and something blue. And I say my style and Homes that I like to design have something old, something new, and some blue and white mixed in. <laughs> and so I, that's where I kind of and borrowed. You have borrowed too. That's borrowed the other part of that. Well. Way yes, to yes. exactly. Yes. Borrowed, I mean, handed right. down. Yeah. 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 So came kind of tying back into fashion in a way a little bit. So <laughs> and then Famille Rose. I started collecting after college, but it's the Rose Medallion pattern, and it's just the handiwork and the craftsmanship that went into that design is just so, so beautiful. And it just really mixes in well with the blue and white. And it also just adds in the additional colors of the pinks and the greens and a little orange. And it just is a really, really beautiful style china as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. So one of the questions that I'm going to be bringing up a lot on the show throughout this season is the idea of how we place value on things, how to know what to really splurge on and and sure. where you can maybe save.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm wondering if you could tell us something that you bought that maybe seemed kind of ridiculous at, at the time, or, yeah. or you knew was a splurge at the time or a stretch for, stretch for you, but you, you absolutely understand its worth, its value to you.
1: Yeah. So I can think two things come to mind. Um, We renovated our third floor like attic space and it was a completely finished space, but it was just very dated and we were turning it into our girls playroom. And so one of the big splurges that we did up there was basically jewel boxing it in sister parish wallpaper. And so... It just is very kind of Mary Poppins, Ah. you know, Little Women, and so it just is one of those magical spaces. And it was a splurge to buy that much wallpaper, and then for the labor, you know. But I, of course, I appreciate the the craftsmanship that goes into the wallpaper installation, and then I just adore the wallpaper. So that was kind of one of those things that you know I had to tell my husband, like, it's going to be worth it. And <laughs> it was worth it. So <laughs> yes,
0: and it's something your girls are going to their their imagination is going to yeah. just be so freed, I think in that yeah, kind that's, of a space.
1: That's what we hope for. So they have a lot of fun up there. And it just is it really is kind of one of those magical spaces. And then the other one that comes to mind, I haven't bought it yet, but we're getting ready to buy it. Because we're about to embark on a phase two renovation and we'll be converting what was a once a carriage garage attached to our house. We're going to turn it into the kind of a butler's pantry because nice. one of my other many things that I collect is glassware and dishware and, and linens and all that kind of stuff for entertaining. And so we're going to have a room devoted to that. And I was visiting one of my antique dealers who's local here to Richmond and he has the most incredible, ginormous <laughs> bookcase that Ooh. is over eight feet wide, eight feet tall. Whoa! And it is unbelievable. He thinks that it's likely early Pennsylvania, possibly Virginia, but I mean, seventeen hundreds. Wow. Absolutely stunning, and it's going to be a splurge. But it's one of those that, like, even for the cost of it, you couldn't pay to have somebody make something like that for what I would be buying it from him. And so, but it's going to be one of those that we will have forever. And it's an amazing piece of furniture.
0: It sounds like an investment. I mean, really it's an investment in, in something that's that old, that's that well-preserved that's, you know, that much of a, that will have that much of an impact, but also an investment on something that's really important to you it sounds like which is entertaining yes so tell us about okay this is this is sort of sidebar here you know the 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 southern host or hostess right i mean the mm-hmm. south is kind of known for again that graciousness that hospitality mm-hmm. what makes for a great party what what makes for a great host
1: so many things i kind of have come up with i like to call it party in a pinch where i've collected okay. You know, various linens, tablecloths, napkins, and then obviously an assortment of china and and dishware and glassware. And what I love to do is that mix and match everything. And that's what I just try to harp on to everybody. It doesn't have to match, it doesn't have to be perfect, but, you know, start collecting things that you love and you gravitate towards. Or, you know, look at what your wedding china was and figure out a tablecloth that you'd love to mix with it that maybe is you know, something a little bit out of the ordinary, like a block print tablecloth that could kind of dress it down. And so that's a, having those kind of elements on hand, you can easily pull that together in about 30 minutes and, you know, get it all beautiful and pulled together. And, and then I love to layer in, you know, if you can't go to a farmer's market or, you know, local, flower market or farm, you know, the grocery store also has great flowers. And it's just a matter of kind of picking ones that look the best. And you could do really chic groupings of just all the same flower kind of scattered throughout the table or, you know, do a mixture. And so that's what I just think it's really fun to do that.
0: Yeah, and I think those grocery store flowers—they really have more possibility than what you see when they're kind of in their plastic wrap.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, especially for a table, I like to keep things low so that the conversation yes. can happen over the flowers. So exactly. You know, taking a bunch and just cutting them down really, really short and putting them in bud bud vases all along the yes. center is—it yes. it, it looks better than you know than just sticking the entire bouquet. It does in a in a vase. Yeah. It does. Exactly, yeah. and that's yeah.
1: what I I have a collection of brass candlesticks that I, you know, collected over the years from antique stores. And then also my grandparents have lovingly given me theirs because they no longer use them. And so I have a large collection of them and it's just a really kind of cool and different element that you can do. It's just a giant collection of, you know, candlesticks in the middle of the table. And it really is a beautiful kind of romantic element as well to the table
0: candlelight is the best decor element ever. Yeah. Everybody yeah. looks good in it. And exactly. it just, it's so much ambiance. Yeah, exactly. right. Right. So Ashley, as we wrap up here, I'm wondering what is on the horizon for you? What are you, what are you excited about design wise? What's going on either in your own per- personal projects or just in the design world in general?
1: Well, I'm, First and foremost, very excited for our upcoming renovation that we're going to have and for sure. kind of our phase two. And it really is going to complete our house for us. And then design wise, I am working on a ton of renovations right now. And what's just been really fun is everybody's really loving just kind of wanting to make their homes, if they're newer homes, look like they've been there forever and that they're older and have all this character or if they are an older home, that we are keeping with the, you know, air of the house and, you know, honoring the style and the air of the home. And so that has been an absolute treat to be working on with clients.
0: Right. Because you're clearly so passionate about that. There's a preservationist in you. There's,
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just like you said, that appreciation for the stories that are held in yes. antique pieces and, yeah. and everything. Yes. Well, it's been really lovely to talk with you. And I really encourage people to go to the show notes page to see photos of Ashley's work so you can see what we're talking about, especially when I was talking about the pattern mixes and the details and certainly that that sort of Southern hospitality that's also very uh, livable and yes. not overly designed. Yes.
1: Exactly. okay, Right. Exactly. So,
0: So thank you so much for giving us your time today.
1: Thank you for having me. This was such an honor, and I'm so flattered to have been able to speak with you.
0: Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable, and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.